the WrestleGeddon Podcast. For over three years, the best of the worst wrestling podcast. Wrestling fans, welcome to another edition of the WrestleGeddon Podcast. It is draft night, as we record on Friday night. Um, first night of the draft on SmackDown. Lots of big roster shakeups, and we're ready to jump in and give you the rundown on that here a little later in the show. But I, of course, am one of your awesome hosts, Chris the Heat Matthews, joined by your other two awesome hosts, Gary G. Money Mun and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossman. Fellas, what is going on this week? Not much. Me and Garrett hanging out in uh, Kansas City, man, where the, the real draft that matters is going on. <laughs> yep. Drinking, drinking beer, eating pizza. Yeah, we uh, we also figured out. Uh, so the night before, we figured out that uh, that the uh, there was a championship belt that was in the Kansas City too. So uh, Carl and I uh, got in a match to try and win the Brazzers uh, championship belt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, infor- we unfortunately lost to some. Uh, some hot chicks, but uh, yeah, it was a nice show afterwards. Yeah, was that, I could say it was, was some that sort really of truth. unfortunately or fortunately that you lost? Well, one would, say, <laughs> one would say it was a screw job on us, but uh, yeah. who knows? It was they a screw job it. or a fuck job. <laughs> it, was a, it was a screw job. They really screwed. They really screwed us out of the titles. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, it, was hard, it was a hard screw job. No, no. I mean, they really they 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 bent us over and pegged us. Oh man, I saw the image for that. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Uh, I was like, they went in. They went all in too. Like, we're gonna get a custom title I, belt. Made. I remember. <laughs> I think somewhere in there, they're like, "This is a. This is like better." I think someone says like, "These are better title belts than anything AEW put out or something <laughs> or WWE." <laughs> I was dying. Oh, that was so great. Uh, definitely looked a hell of a lot better than the WWE title. So. Oh man, we'll talk about the World Heavyweight Championship a little later on. Um, get your guys' thoughts on that one. Oh, but, uh, let's go ahead and jump over to the random band entrance theme of the week this week. Let's kick it. I'm gonna have myself. Oh, who the hell put this on? So random. For fuck's sake. So this week was a system of a down. I spent my entire day today listening to System of a Down. <laughs> I already had my pick when we said it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to go pick. first. No, okay. All right. Go for it. All right. Uh, I'm going with uh, BYOB. <laughs> nice. Um, 
Are you gonna yeah, name it bring, uh, are you gonna change the name and call it bring your own booze? Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> bring your own bombs. <laughs> oh, did you go to the party and have a real good time? <laughs> I did. I did. Funny thing about that, uh is I used to sing the chorus a lot. And uh my mother-in-law like picked it up and she started singing the chorus like a lot. She was like running around <laughs> like, everybody going to the party, have a real good time. And uh, me and my wife finally let her listen to the song. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, what is this? <laughs> That's the thing too, like, if you can um if you can get past the like the screaming and all that with system of a down and actually listen to the lyrics, they're a very political band. Like kind of yeah. along the lines of rage. You know. But then they got a lot of songs that have a lot of nonsense in it, like um like the bounce song. <laughs> Which is literally Speaking just bounce. Pogo, 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 bounce. <laughs> Awesome. All right, Garrett, what'd you get? <laughs> All right. I picked uh Aerials. Okay. Awesome. So uh I like Aerials. That's a good song. Yeah, yeah. I, like I actually was started listening to it. And I was like, oh shit, I know this song. It's like I like it. Let's do it. <laughs> so I listened to a lot of System of a Down today. Like, it's been a while since I've actually listened to a lot of System of a Down. So I wanted to pick something that wasn't, you know, something that got played a lot. Then I got radio play, MTV play, all that. Um, So I picked Old School Hollywood. Okay. Well, I, I had a few had a few choices, um, but I ultimately settled on this one. That's a good choice. That was pretty cool. Awesome. All right. What you got for us next week? We haven't done uh, Outcast, right? We have not done Outcast. Well, we have Outcast. And you know what was funny? As I'm sitting here, I was thinking about songs and stuff, but I was like, you know, it'd be cool if we got Outcast. <laughs> you know what else is cool? <laughs> oh. Ice cold is pretty cool. Ice cold. Yeah. That's cold. Ring cold. Ice cold. <laughs> all right, 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 all right. <laughs> oh, all right. Cool. So outcast, I already outcast. I already know where Carl is gonna be. He's gonna come out. He's gonna come out with a urn. He's gonna come out the Miss Jackson. Sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> oh man, I feel like the only song to pick for this is "Bombs Over Baghdad." No, they got all kinds of cool songs that we get in. I know they do. Okay, they got a lot of good songs. <laughs> that would be a solid choice, though, if you do pick that. Awesome. Well, two good, two good things in two weeks in a row, man. Good bands. Yeah. It's definitely Outcast is definitely a uh, much better you pick a, than, than Little Dark. <laughs> you have a you have a, a, a 
a big boy or uh, under 2,000 in person. <laughs> Impression. <laughs> oh, God. I do not. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's only got a little Wayne impression, which is the worst impression ever. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Like, I think Carl, I think John John does a better little Wayne impression than Chris does. <laughs> and I've never even heard it, so that's saying a lot here. <laughs> Oh, oh man, it's meant to be bad on purpose. <laughs> well, I understand that. Little Wayne sucks. Nah, no. you crazy. <laughs> I am. <laughs> oh man! All right, let's get over to the wrestling figure of the week this week. Uh, went with the 2002 Jacks Unchained Fury Series One. This is the actual very first figure of the Hurricane. And the first time we're doing the hurricane in this, too. Holy crap, it took that long. I know, right? <laughs> Chris had his plan for the day one. He just didn't want to, like, be obvious with it. So he was like, you know, I'm going to hold it off for a little while. So I don't know. I created the segment just to display uh... Hurricane, <laughs> Macho Man, and CM Punk figures. But I don't have, I don't think I've done a Macho Man, have I? You haven't done a Macho Man or a I haven't done a punk either. Punk. Yep, those are going to be the next two figures. No. Uh, spoiler alert, next two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I got some stuff, though. I got, I got a ton of stuff. Let's see. Hey, I got some stuff, too. It's not a ton of stuff, but some stuff. I just picked up the Elite Series 100 Andre and uh, Stunning Steve Austin figures Thanks. this week can't find the freaking the only other one i want from the set is the rock because he comes with the uh the brahma bull title every single side cap shipper that targets put out has been like picked over like every store i go into and all that's left on it is john cena becky lynch and ray mysterio oh, sucks that's good stuff but uh we'll have the i'll have the uh Wrestling figure of the week photo up on our social media at some point the next day or two. I get around to taking pictures of it. Oh, awesome. All right, let's jump over to the news for this week. Got a few things in here. Um, let's kick it off with the big one. Uh, apparently, there's uh, more legal trouble for, for Vincent. Kennedy McMahon Jr. <laughs> this one seems pretty uh pretty big. Uh former writer is suing suing the uh suing Vince uh due to being fired for objecting to racist and derogatory scripts geared toward Muslim and African American talent. Yeah, it could happen, probably. I believe it. The uh, this is the one that they that they fired a couple of years back for taking home a pay per view chair. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe she stole a pay per view chair. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Her, 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 
lawsuit is claiming the the thing the pay-per-view chair being fired for that when everyone was taking home the event chairs um was just a reason to fire her over the objecting to the scripts and all that other stuff maybe it was a Memphis chair and he had called dibs on it and maybe <laughs> she took it but we know we know wwe is racist <laughs> yep <laughs> at least with their um um, so, and stuff like that sure. creative yeah yeah i know they're racist i don't know if they would be racist enough to fire somebody over it, yeah. but they have had some controversial storylines they actually had a uh one of the the things that she petitioned against or lobbied against for the script was having a muslim wrestler say that he was behind the attacks on 9-11. But did anybody say that? No, because they ended up scrapping that script for that character. But that's what they're trying to do to get this specific uh, Muslim character over as a heel as a heel was by having them you know, come out as they were the real head behind the uh, 9-11 attacks. Oh. That must have been for like them to be main event in uh, Saudi Arabia. Because they were behind them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's one of the other things there. More legal issues for Vince. Dude just cannot, you know, stay out of the courtroom. So. <laughs> Oh, let's see. On some lighter stuff here, we'll get that out the way. Uh, Naomi looking to make her Impact debut this weekend. Yeah, I saw that. Um, once it was announced, Jordan Grace immediately retweeted it and said, hit me with the rear view now. <laughs> <laughs> so Jordan That's Grace likes, likes ass is what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're going to get an ass in the face, like Naomi's not a bad option. <laughs> no, for sure. Could be worse. <laughs> it could <Yeah>. be Ricky Sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go ahead and just book that match now? Jordan Grace versus Naomi. <laughs> mm-hmm. In a <sighs> pillow fight? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> pillow fight. <laughs> Awesome. So we had that. Um, moving on from Naomi and Impact to uh, some AW stuff here. Apparently, there's going to be there's a another um, Ultimate Deletion match in the near future. Delete, delete, delete. I don't know if you saw um, a follow um, uh, Rebby, 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 Rebby. Uh, Matt Hardy's wife on TikTok, um, and she posted a video of her loading up on fireworks at South of the Border. She said it was for an upcoming uh, wrestling project, filmed like to it. be filmed at the Hardy compound. I like it. So it's gonna be Matt Hardy versus his baby. Ultimately, <laughs> <laughs> see who the social media king is. 
match jealousy finally got the best of them. <laughs> I'm not Gothic Baby's dad. I'm Matt Hardy. <laughs> oh, man. I'm thinking it's going to be the Hardys and Isaiah Cassidy taking on the firm. That seems yeah. to be where we're, where we're heading with us. So. Yep. Unless they got, unless the Hardy's got somebody else in there, because then they're like, they're like five members of the firm. There's a ton of people of the firm. Yeah. I mean, oh, I bet they you could, they'll probably have Hook involved in it too. Yeah, I was gonna say, and they can also get uh, uh what's the other one in uh, Private Party? Um, if he's back by the um, time Mark, they start it, Mark Quinn. Yeah, it's it. She's yeah. back by the time they do it. Yeah. Marcus Quinn or something like that. As long as I, Isaiah Cassie stops doing the... Uh, <laughs> I think we'll be good. Uh, so there was that. Looking forward to that. That should be pretty entertaining. The ultimate deletion match has always been entertaining. Maybe uh, Matt will get thrown into the lake of reincarnation and he'll come back as um, broken Matt. Maybe. <laughs> Jeff will come out as Willow. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Awesome. Uh, Retromania Wrestling got a new update coming soon. So they're, we're finally getting the second DLC update for this. They're finally adding the rest of the story mode. And Mr. Hughes and the Cowboy James Storm. It's only been like, what, three years since that game came out? And now like two years since we got the last DLC patch? Oh, man. How ridiculous. Uh, all right. That's, that's all I had for the news, unless you guys got anything else. I mean, we're talking about everything else later, so yes, that's fine. All right, well, let's go to instant replay. Let's kick it off with Raw. Might as well just kick it off with Triple H's big announcement. The new World Heavyweight Championship debuted on Raw. Um, Of course, we found out tonight that Roman Reigns will be staying on SmackDown for the draft. Um, So that means the World Heavyweight Championship will be on Raw. So... What are you guys' thoughts? Overall look at the title, um, who you think should win it? I think that title is very sexy. And <laughs> I believe that Carl should win. <laughs> I, I believe the title is like they took the big gold belt and then they just copied and pasted a WWE logo over the top of it. And it's like, okay, looks good. And that's what it looks like. I I think it looks better than the the WWE I mean, it looks, title. It looks better than the WWE title, but it's still ugly. Like it, like do we really got to put a big ass WWE logo? You know what I mean? Like you could have made it look so much better, but you know. yeah. But the funny thing is, like <laughs> everyone was complaining about the WWE logo in the middle. But then you look at all the other title belts, Impact, AEW, New Japan, Ring of Honor. Guess what's directly in the middle of the belt? 
I mean, WWE's had their logos and all the belts, but what I'm yeah. saying is like the size of it. I mean, it could be a better logo. Or they yeah, they could have done. The spinner belt was a big with the design. The spinner belt was a WWE thing. I I like the spinner belt. It was like a way better belt design. I didn't like the WWE Championship spinner belt. I like the US title one. I like both of them, but <sighs> yeah, I'd actually I'd take the spinner belt over the uh the current one. And then the way fucking Triple H announced it, it's like, yeah, we uh, have a a champion that uh, has both belts, and there's nobody really have that can beat him. Uh, so what we're gonna do is just we're gonna come up with this belt for the person that can't beat Roman Reigns. <laughs> it's like. All right. I mean, that's that's pretty much all it was. It was the same thing they did the first draft when Lesnar became um exclusive to SmackDown as the undisputed WWE champion. Then they brought out the world heavyweight title, but at least they're actually having people wrestle for it. Because at that point they just gave the belt to Triple H like here. <laughs> oh. oh man. But yeah, overall I like the new the the new title design. I think it looks a lot better than some of the other belts that are out there kind of following along the lines of the the u.s title and the um intercontinental title it looks a lot better um so possibility potential winning this championship who do you guys want to see this first person to win it yeah who do you think is gonna be the first one to, to win it uh, I think it'll be someone like uh, Seth freaking Rollins to be the one, but that'd be me. I'd actually, I'd like to see Seth win it too. I think he deserves it under everyone on that on the Raw roster, as long as he stays on. Well, Becky got drafted uh, Raw tonight, so I'm sure Seth's going to stay on Raw too. So. Mm. I'm trying to think of someone unexpected. Walter, and I'll unify the world in the Intercontinental title. We're going to give it to Omos. And then Triple H, and then Triple H come out and be like, well, uh, since somebody can beat my Intercontinental champion, uh, coming up with a new belt, it's a TV title. <laughs> there was a there was a guy that came on like uh i don't know if y'all have seen the tiktok where the guy like uses vince's voice to do the tiktok videos oh of, yeah like, vince picking, and he did one on like belts and he's like yeah he's like nobody wanted to hear my like belt ideas and then he got to like the last one it was like this is the uh the u.s uh Nigerian world <laughs> or uh not Nigerian. <laughs> where is Omas supposed to be from? Omas is from Nigeria. Is it Nigeria? Yeah. Okay. I, I thought I screwed it up. Yeah, it like this is like the United States Nigerian world heavyweight <laughs> title. He's like I know the US and Nigeria ain't the world, but <laughs> it's got Omas's picture on it. <laughs> Oh, 
man, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, good stuff. All right. So we had that announcement from Triple H. We kicked off the show actually with the LWO versus the Bloodline, which was actually a pretty solid opening six man tag match. I enjoyed that one. Oh, let's see. They got here another one. Finn versus Cody was actually really good too. Yep. Which I would um, say Finn is another one for that title. Oh, Cody or Finn? Finn. Finn, yeah. Finn would be a good choice. Um, so my question with this. So um I was listening to another podcast. And they brought up a good point. So I want to get your guys' thoughts. Thoughts. There's on other that. wrestling podcasts. I only oh. thought there was ours. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's ones out there. We're the best of the worst. <laughs> or the worst of the best. <laughs> the worst of the best. <laughs> so um, they brought up a good point. And is Cody working the hard time storyline? That Dusty worked in the NWA. Uh, there's no way Cody knows hard times. So how's he going to work the hard times? It's just a gimmick. Not a gimmick. Fucking Dusty Rhodes had a hard times, dude. <laughs> He's the son of a fucking plumber. I'm just saying, like, it's not going to be, like, verbatim. Like, obviously, he's they're going to stuff. He's a, he's a working point, man, but... The whole point of the hard time storyline was Dusty kept losing. Like Dusty lost like every match for a year straight before finally winning the title. Like even the first the first time he wrestled Flair for the title, he lost. He didn't win it till the second time he wrestled. And that cause number like hard times is when come home and your mom ain't got a plate of food waiting on the table for you. And hot pockets in the microwave. <laughs> Hard times is when you have a Cuban mother you your, with a flip flop. <laughs> you have a <laughs> you have a dad that won't give you a million dollar loan so you can start a small business like my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know hard times. <laughs> Well, the, the aspect from that storyline with Dusty losing and then finally winning the title, I think that's, like, they brought up a valid point with this, like, you know, because we all expected Cody to win at Mania. And then he lost to Roman. And then yeah, he lost he to Finn. So, it's like, he's not winning, you know, that many matches, you know, since since he's been back. Like, he's won, you know, a few of them, but. Especially if you won first three, didn't he? Or first two, first three, first three. Has he beat yeah. Seth Rollins three times, right? No, I'm talking yeah. about since he's come back from injury. Oh, well, I thought you said yeah. like come back to the WWE. My bad. Uh uh-uh. uh. I think they're gonna. I think this is what they're working towards because they're gonna. Basically, tear Cody down, built, and have you have him get built back up. So we buy more into the storyline, and I bet you he doesn't win. Like they could probably keep it going past SummerSlam, and they could keep it going till Mania next year. 
but we'll see. We'll see what happens. And that could be the possibility as far as storyline for Cody goes. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Are, are they doing the Doesn't hard times? Don't know through? what hard times are. <laughs> he didn't learn it from his papa or dad. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. That's that's pretty much what I had for Raw. Um, I don't even remember what the hell the main event was. Oh, wasn't it Riddle and no, it wasn't Riddle and Solo. It was someone, something else. I don't remember. Uh, was the main event? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all. All right. Uh, NXT Spring Breaking. Yeah, I put that in. I did not watch NXT this week, so I don't Here, think so any of us. I didn't watch it. I saw some like highlights and stuff. Um, Carmelo Hayes and retained against uh, Grayson Wilder, which was pretty good from what I saw. Um, Indy retained in a triple threat. Like, like the two big matches. Um. Yeah, those were like the two big matches. And then uh, I guess uh, I keep reading that after what happened to with Pretty Deadly losing the thing and getting thrown in the water, that uh, uh, they're going to get called up soon. It'll probably be on Raw, I'm sure. Interesting. Uh, the tag team that's in um, Shizzle. Apparently requested their releases and got denied. I feel like he told us that last week. I don't remember now. I don't know. I think they they tweeted that during I think Raw this week. Oh, maybe. Yeah. They just uh, apparently not happy. Interesting. I just don't see why they just don't let them go. Let people go. Yeah. control contracts and stuff like that but uh overall i think uh i heard some good stuff about spring breaking especially the uh carmelo hayes uh grayson waller match which i guess we're gonna end up getting uh hayes and breaker again if uh breaker doesn't get called up well even if he does i'm sure we'll still get his match and then probably end up losing but uh, we'll see what happens because they drafted uh, Isla Dawn and Elba Fire, your current NXT Tag Team Champions, and Indy Hartwell, the current NXT Women's Champion. But then uh, immediately, um, Katana and Caden challenged Isla and Elba Fire for a tag team title match this week on NXT. So we'll see what happens there. Yep. Awesome stuff. All right, let's uh, bounce over to AEW. Let's talk about the pillars. Four pillars of AEW in this storyline. Oh, man. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with us. Because, like, what is the point of Sammy and MJF teaming up if Sammy is after MJF's title? Because now it's going to be, it's going to be what it always is going to be, which is a fatal four-way. 
Yeah. I think Sammy's going to walk out of the match next week. Which will cause MJF to get pinned. You think so? I think so. Especially the way they ended with uh, um, MJF and Sammy trying to leave the building. MJF gets in his car and like Sammy's trying to get in too. And he's like, no, I'll see you. I'll see you next week, bud. He's like, it's full. There's no room in there. And the, the car was completely empty. But it should make for a pretty solid matchup, though. Between the four of them. Yeah. Yep. Which will probably end up with a MJF retaining anyway. I mean, he should. And after he retains, you're going to hear. Dan, dan. Look in my eyes, what do you see? The guy that's gonna punch you in the nose. <laughs> oh man, I don't. Th- I think the punk and MJF storyline is done. If they do bring them back. Which, speaking of, I forgot about... He, surprised you didn't put that in the... Uh, oh, yeah, he was uh, backstage he was at Raw backstage this week. Raw, yeah. yeah. I heard, yeah, like, he was trying like to... Uh, 20, 30 minutes, and he was asked to leave. something with somebody. Yeah, I guess he... Um, I guess him and Miz talked, and they kind of made amends with each other. I guess they had some beef. Um, Punk talked to, uh, talked to Triple H for a few minutes. Um... And then Vince made the call to have him leave since he was under contract with AEW. And they didn't want to get uh, pegged for trying to, you know, steal talent or whatever. Or even have him back there while he's under contract with AEW. Yep. But, I mean, Triple H isn't dumb. Like, and Vince isn't stupid. Vince knows that he can make money with CM Punk. Triple yep. H knows there's money to still be made with CM Punk. Like yep. if they come, if Punk ends up leaving AEW, and they can come to an agreement for like you know a meaningful storyline or run for Punk in WWE, then they'll work with Punk because they know they can make money off of it. Just like we said last, or yeah, like last week, it's when we're talking about Wembley Stadium. The best way AEW is going to sell out Wembley Stadium is to have Punk, or at least come close to selling out Wembley Stadium with Punk. But we'll see what they do. Um, I will say, uh, where did my mind go? Oh, uh, I will say though, for them to kick him out when they have them to always seem to have Ricky Starks backstage is a little suspicious to me. But uh, it's neither here nor there, I guess. <laughs> Well, I think it's it's probably because of um, Starks being you know pointed out on that security camera video. So they probably didn't want the same thing with Punk. <laughs> but I don't think I don't think Starks has been backstage since then. That we know of. Yeah, that we know of. But... <clears throat> it's funny though. I have a. I wouldn't be surprised if Starks is. Contract comes up with AEW and he jumps to WWE. He has huge star potential. I don't see it. 
He'll come out. He'll come out to a new theme song in in the WB, and I'll be like, "Can you smell what the Starks is cooking?" Dude, it'll be like the thirtieth remix of the Rock song. The Rick says, "Know your role," and starts your mouth. Oh, what else we have? Oh, we kicked off the show uh, AW with Orange Cassidy and Bandito. That was a really good match. Enjoyed yeah. it. Nice, the, uh, the show of solidarity, you know, sportsmanship between Orange Cassidy and Bandito. Look, I'm sorry to say this. I love I, I love Orange Cassidy. Don't get me wrong. And Carl's going to like that I say this. But does he have to wrestle every fucking week? No. No, I agree. I mean, I but at least they have a champ- like... at least there at least there's a champion willing to wrestle every week. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I just sometimes get a little annoyed that he's wrestles every fucking week. And it's usually the first match of the night. <laughs> yep. It's <laughs> a little annoying. I think the only time that he didn't wrestle in the last month was when they were in Toronto. We're in Canada that one night that one time they were in Canada. So I think that's the only time he wasn't on the show. <laughs> oh, but the matches always end up being good. Like, and that's like the one thing I don't mind. It's you know, you're gonna have Orange Cassidy Russell every week, but he's taking on guys and like the matches end up being pretty solid. So. And like and I mean we have a champion that carries his title in a backpack. Like, come on. <laughs> um, I will say one match I was disappointed with um, was uh, Jade Cargill and Taya. I didn't really watch it. I just saw that Taya didn't win. So yeah, it was um, the finish. Of this match was weird. Um, yeah, Taya I saw. Went to hit I saw the, it. Yeah, she went to use the road to Valhalla, which she was told she couldn't use because it's too similar to Jaded. But it's the same fucking move. Um, so if she used it, she got she was disqualified. So she had Jade up and she was about to drop her, and then you know, she let her go. And then Jade did this like really awkward roll-up. And it just it just looked weird to to end the match. So. Like that mat, that whole match overall wasn't wasn't as the high caliber that we're used to seeing out of Taya. I mean, and it might be partially due to uh, Jade not being as experienced as Taya, so that could have been the possibility. So. Yeah, I mean, I still think we're going to end up getting a rematch because it seemed to me like the match didn't really yeah. end. The way it should have. Yeah, yeah I think so. that'll be a match. But I still don't see Taya winning the title off of Jade. As much as I want Taya to win the title, I don't think it's going to be her that takes it. I really think it's going to be Statlander when she returns. That could be possible. I think that makes the most sense. Undefeated for six years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
And then Red Velvet comes back and beats her for the title. <laughs> um, so we had that. I'm trying to remember what else went down on Dynamite. There was a lot of stuff I wasn't really paying attention to. Like anything with the uh, oh Blackpool Combat Club, I stopped paying attention to. You didn't talk stopped. about. We didn't talk about Roderick Strong. Oh yeah, Roderick Strong. Yeah. I don't know why I should have put that in the notes. Um, yeah, it's Roddy. Roddy returned or made his AEW debut to help out his uh undisputed era brethren, Adam Cole. Right, man. <laughs> they were talking about that and um I honestly thought Kyle suplexes on back. some guys. <laughs> suplexes was backbreakers. Ooh. Yeah, especially that one he hit on Hager. He fucking annihilated him. Yeah. It's like Roddy, Roddy's the king of the backbreaker. Yep. Know? I mean, he had some he had some sick backbreakers. Um especially in Ring of Honor. But I don't I think because WWE obviously making him tone down his moveset, but hopefully we see some more of those uh backbreakers come out in AEW. Oh, that was pretty cool. So that was a nice unexpected surprise. That was probably the only time that AEW's actually kept their mouth shut about a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> make that a surprise. big announcement. Oh, Roderick Strong's coming tonight. <laughs> well, at least he's there with his wife, the problem, Marina Shafir. That's true. Hope he didn't help her come up with that name. <laughs> Like the worst name, <laughs> so bad. But she's the uh, problem, and she is a problem. Sure. <laughs> Big problem. It's a problem that you can't wrestle. <laughs> <sighs> Terrible. Um, yeah. So I watched uh, Impact this week. It's been a while since I watched Impact, so I finally decided I'm gonna. Get back into it here. I got to say, they're doing a storyline with Johnny Swinger. <laughs> where apparently he's trying to get 50 wins. If I, if I heard that correctly. Um, <laughs> Zicky Dice brought him out to the ring in like a little, like one of those like um, mechanics cart type things. But Ooh. it had the four posts on it to look like the old WrestleMania uh, ring cards, oh, <laughs> but it was like two feet off the ground. <laughs> it. it was fucking awesome. I was busting up laughing like this is fucking great. So. <laughs> and then, um, like Swinger, um, Dice is telling him, he's like, yeah, I got you an opponent, man. He's like, he just needed his payday up front. I got him, got him taken care of. So Zicky like runs to the back to get the guy, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's a masked dude that comes out in like a freaking um windbreaker suit, like track suit. It's fucking Zicky Dice with a mask on. I love it. <laughs> so he's wrestling Swinger. Swinger gets his first win by beating Zicky Dice in a mask. It's great. Zicky Dice. What's that? I said, is there any way to prove that it was actually Zicky Dice in the mess? Uh, it was the tattoos. Because <laughs> he's got like one 
one arm completely covered in tattoos to the point where like the arm is like black and it's like mm. down to his hand <laughs> so you can see the hand outside the jacket <laughs> and the and the mullet tied up in the back too so <laughs> but it might might not have been zicky dice it could have been you know mr america parading around back there too just in a different mask <laughs> That was awesome. That was, that was probably like one of the big things that took away from Impact this week was that. Um, there were some other matches on there. Um, Deanna Perrazzo. Uh, freaking hell does she wrestle? I can't remember who she wrestled. Uh, fuck. Oh, it was um, Taylor Wilde. Defended the title against Taylor Wilde, which is a pretty solid match on Impact this week. Jordan Grace took on... I can't remember who she took on. They had like four women's matches on Impact this week. And then PCO wrestled too, so PCO is back. We'll be uh, challenging uh, Steve Macklin apparently at the next pay per view. A lot of fun stuff there. All right, let's um SmackDown tonight. Let's talk about the draft, about some of the the moves that were made here. Uh, the roster is going to effect on May 8th, so the Monday after Backlash. Um, first round picks, um, obviously Roman Reigns went number one with Solo Sokoa and Paul Heyman. So there's like the majority of the bloodline staying on SmackDown. Uh, Cody staying on Raw. Bianca moving to SmackDown. And Becky staying on Raw. So that was the uh, the first first round there. Second round saw Street Profits going to SmackDown, Imperium to Raw, Edge to which, SmackDown. Which uh, just to throw this out there, they did guests for each round. Yep. Uh, the guests for round two were Michael Hayes and RVD. RVD. The whole fucking show, Carl. <laughs> Mister Monday Night. Hell yeah! Yep. On SmackDown. And, uh, RVD was reading the picks for Raw, and it was fitting that he uh, um, was the one to read off Matt Riddle staying on Raw. <laughs> Stoners stick together, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm kind of excited since we're going to uh, SmackDown in July um, to see some of the, uh, the roster shakeups there, you know, especially with um, taking... Uh, my daughter, too. I know she likes Bianca Belair, so with Belair being on SmackDown. Um, she found a new favorite tonight in Zelina Vega. And she came out dressed as uh, Rengoku from Demon Slayer. Nice. Uh, she straight up had, like, Rengoku on her shoes. So she was kind of excited about that. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? Round third? three? Round three, uh, JBL, JBL Teddy Long. Teddy Long. Announcing these ones here. Uh, so Bobby Lashley moving to SmackDown. I liked it. Drew McIntyre to Raw. The OC, so Styles, Gallows, Anderson, and Mia Yim going to SmackDown. And The Miz will stay on Raw. We saw the uh, OC tonight, too. Uh, AJ Styles back from injury. Um, pretty much uh, Gallows, Anderson, and Mia Yim took out the Viking Raiders and Valhalla. 
kind of like quick squash on them just to establish dominance in the prison yard, so to say. <laughs> uh, round four of the draft, the final round for Friday night. We saw uh, damage control movement to uh, SmackDown. Michael Cole was absolutely thrilled about Bailey coming back to SmackDown. <laughs> Wade kept saying, she hates you. <laughs> I love it. Which uh, the people announcing were Shawn Michaels and uh, the Road Dog. Road Dog. I only could think of Jesse James. I couldn't remember the first part. <laughs> Road Dog. Uh, yeah. uh, then we got Shinsuke Nakamura going to Raw. I'm kind of excited about that because he's pretty much been on SmackDown um, since he came to WWE, or at least for a while. Yep. Since they redid restarted the brand split again. Uh, then two NXT call-ups. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, NXT Tag Team Champions, um, Isla Dawn and Elba Fire, Women's Tag Team Champions, and Indy Hartwell, the current NXT Women's Champion, um, going to Raw, and um, Isla Dawn and Elba Fire going to SmackDown. A lot, of, a lot of good stuff on there. So surprisingly, um, those are the only two picks from NXT. So I don't know if we'll get more on the uh, next part of the draft tomorrow during the uh, the SmackDown recap talk show thing. Um, Maybe. And possibly, possibly Monday night. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Braun Breaker drafted or Grayson Waller to one of the two shows. You know, The Miz and Grayson Waller would be a great tag team. That would be pretty entertaining. But then The Miz would turn on Waller. Yeah. Unless Waller beats him to the punch and... <clears throat> turns on him first. Very true. Awesome stuff there. Good stuff for the drafter. So that's um oh like I said, I'm kind of excited for a lot of this stuff. Like Edge going to SmackDown, like a lot of cool stuff there. So we'll see what happens on Monday night if anyone moves around. But they should be done with the uh um <sighs> fuck. Judgment Day. Judgment Day and Edge should pretty much be should be over with. We shall see. I would hope so. Right. <laughs> yep. There's only so many times you can beat a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. All right. Uh, wrestler of the week this week, Carl, is your pick. What you got for us? Um, I picked Greg the Hammer Valentine. I know Garrett is Googling now to see uh, who the hell that is. <laughs> um, but, I thought you were uh, talking about Greg. I thought when I read it, you said Greg Valentini, but I'm sorry, I misread. Go ahead. Yeah, Greg the Hammer Valentine. Um, which, um, to me, he's kind of underrated a little bit. Um, 
because you know most people know him as like he was older, but back in his day, he could get down. Um, and uh, my my pick for the match, uh, they actually have like several of these, but this is like the the probably the most notable one uh, is Starcade, nineteen eighty three. Greg Hammer Von versus Rowdy Roddy Piper uh, in a dog collar match. And that was the uh like Greg the Hammer Valentine was in attendance during the uh the Brody Lee Cody dog collar match. Yeah. Yeah, Greg the Hammer Valentine is definitely one of those underrated wrestlers. Great intercontinental champion, great tag team champion. Um overall just a great wrestler. Um really doesn't get the the due that he should uh, from a lot of fans. So solid. Solid choice for wrestler of the week. Solid match, too. Great match. All right. Overrated, underrated. Garrett, what you got for us this week? Oh, yeah. I got you. I got you. When I made this list, I had a weird... I had a person come to my head, like, pretty... I don't know. I was just taking a shit and it came to my head. And I was probably oh. done it already. Charmin uh, or uh, <laughs> 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 and I know you guys are gonna be like, "Why the fuck are you taking a shit and thinking of this person?" But okay, uh, and that wrestler was Test. Test. I've not done Test. Yeah, I was shocked. I thought we had done it before, but apparently we have not. I think we've I done them for theme of the week. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's why. I think you. I think I'd say he's rightly rated. Yeah. yeah. He was definitely like, especially um, his ECW, the WWE ECW run. I think he was, that was probably like the best work he did in his career before um, his unfortunate passing. His speed with Triple H wasn't too bad. No, that was pretty good. Like, I think that definitely elevated him quite a bit. And that match with Shane McMahon definitely, definitely put him on the map. Does the uh, infamous um, Shane's elbow drop off the uh, the Titan Tron? Yes, yes, I remember. I do indeed. All right, next wrestler, Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock, uh, underrated. Yeah, I would. I'd say underrated too. Like he's one of the the handful that's had success in both UFC and WWE. Um, but he gets shit for being from UFC. Yeah, and people are like, "Oh yeah," but he actually was a pretty good wrestler. I thought. But yeah, it's been me. But that's the thing. Like nobody gave Dan Severn shit. Like and Dan Severn was walking into you know UFC events with the NWA title over his shoulder, along with the UFC championship, and vice versa. And nobody said shit to him <laughs> that I can recall. So he was one bad motherfucker. Shamrock can beat your ass too. But. 
Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, tag team, Eminem. Eminem, underrated. Orison Nitro Molina. Or Mercury Nitro Molina. Molina, yeah. I'd say underrated. They were an amazing tag team. I think I picked all, uh, underrated people then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you fucked it up. I don't know, I'm sorry. Uh, maybe this one will turn the tide. Uh, Taylor Wilde. Overrated. Uh, I like Taylor Wilde. Um, I think I got I got two for the two answers for this one. Current Taylor Wilde. Overrated. Not as good as she used to be. Taylor Wilde back in like 2006, 2007. Underrated. Right. And like I always do, our uh, uh, whatever you want to call them, our not wrestler, wrestler, our (laughs) announcer, spokesperson, whatever you want to call them. And I already know the answer to this, and I don't really know why I put it down, but it was the only person that came to my mind. And that person is Gorilla Monsoon. Gorilla Monsoon. As a personality, right? Correct. It's like an announcer with... Uh... Oh, you're doing an announcer or like uh, like the uh, commissioner? WWS? Do both. I don't care. I was throwing at more of the announcer when he was with uh, uh, Heenan. Heenan, yeah. Even hey, Heenan. Uh, anou- commentary. As that na- announcer, I'm going to say rightly rated as uh, commissioner of like WWF, I would say underrated. I would agree with both of those. Roll Monsoon was awesome. All right, that's all I got. Sorry, I picked back all, and forth uh, between all underrated people. Next week, I'll pick all <laughs> overrated people, and you guys can say, "Man, you fucked the shit up. You should have switched them." <laughs> should have done half and half. Man, suck, Eric. You suck. Fucking suck. Whole thing sucks. Whole thing sucks. Ah, oh, awesome. All right, no holds barred. Guess one. So, uh, what do you guys want to talk about? Um, I kind of think we should talk about, you know, the the passing of uh, our childhood. Maybe not all of our childhood, but some of our childhood. Uh, you know, I was a thing child when you were thing of trash TV himself. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Did you never get the experience Every, here of going to Blockbuster and renting uh, Jerry Springer too hot for TV so you can see the titties? <laughs> <and> the <fight>. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely remember watching Jerry Springer. <clears throat> we had a, um, in the cafeteria, they kind of blocked off part of it. 
like had like this little upper like raised up level in our cafeteria and that served as like the senior lounge <clears throat> so they had like a tv like couches and shit up there so um during lunch periods like most of the the seniors like even like when my class came through with seniors like everyone was watching fucking jerry springer and i bet every one of them was up there going jerry 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 I'm just sitting there like, I'm just sitting there like, how can y'all watch this shit? And people look at me like, yeah, you watch pro wrestling. Shut up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and now like, I this is like not as real as pro wrestling. <laughs> I always like Jerry Springer. The the one I couldn't stand was the Steve Wilco show. That was his dumb. Yeah, Steve. Uh... Yeah, my chair. It's like, dude, shut up. I don't like those. I just the trash TV stuff. Like I, my mother in law watches like all this shit like all the time. Oh, but um, I mean, Jerry Springer really like pioneered a lot of the the, like he took like the daytime talk show format and just like white trashed it up. So I mean, and it was a formula for success. Came one of the most widely recognized talk show hosts. And that changed like a lot of the way people do things like because you had like maury and like everyone else come out and they started doing like all that other shit like paternity tests and you know my husband sleeping with my sister shows so. oh man all right what else you guys got Um, I don't want to talk about the draft. <laughs> Why you you guys got you got like the best first pick? Huh? So you got a good first yeah, pick? Best. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. Uh second round I went too happy. Carolina got Carolina drafted the shortest quarterback that's gonna be in the NFL this year. Yeah. Shortest I mean, like, height wise? Yeah, yeah height wise. <laughs> They have him build as five five ten. Wow. He's a good quarterback there. Yeah. I think they'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah, and that team's got a fuck ton of weapons. Yeah. Fuck ton of weapons, huh? Like nunchucks and bow staffs. Yep. Yeah. And then I think like the the Philadelphia Eagles officially became the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, right. Which man, I watched uh, the Kel- one of the I can't remember which fucking Kelsey's which, the ones on the Eagles. I watched him chug a beer like a whole fucking beer in five seconds. No, wow. Well, there ain't no way. I finally watched the Power Rangers movie. Or oh, you maybe, did. V series or whatever it was. What'd you think? It was all right, you know. Like, I wouldn't, like, you know, if it's, like, the only movie you're allowed to watch, I wouldn't recommend it, but, like, it's, yeah. if you watch Power Rangers, it's okay. I liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was done well. I still have to go see the Mario movie. 
ain't seen that yet either. I heard Peaches a million times though. <laughs> yeah. I was driving to uh, Roxborough for uh, work and I had uh, Amazon, like my soundtrack on Amazon. And all of a sudden, like, I start hearing Peaches, 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 Peaches. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like oh, yeah, man. Like, like, all right. One my that's my kid's new favorite song. <laughs> Peach, this is so cool. I'm gonna love you till the very end. You're gonna play that song, your wedding gear. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm Pete learning how to play it on the piano. <laughs> Have your Paul Bear. Uh, <laughs> Paul Bear. <laughs> wrong, uh, <laughs> wrong, 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 Paul Bear, I mean, uh, <laughs> Ring Bear. <laughs> Ring Bear. <laughs> Ring Bear, uh, come out like dressed like Toad. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Don't man. have a Paul Bear. <laughs> and you're kind of on the right track with Paul Bear. I mean, it was kind of a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's great! <laughs> oh, awesome! <laughs> oh man, Carl, some good news. Scream Six is on Paramount Plus. I need to check it out. I didn't like the last one though, so I don't know. Yeah, it was all right. So I'm kind of, I'm hoping this one kind of makes up for it. So we'll see. I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet. Uh, what else I got in here? I thought this was pretty cool. The uh, they dropped the teaser trailer for the new Twisted Metal series, um, starring Anthony Mackie, and uh, we got our first look at his character and his car, as well as Sweet Tooth, played by Samoa Joe. Kind of, I'm excited for this. I hope to see a little bit more. Man, I remember playing the shit out of that game on my PlayStation. Dude, Twisted Twisted Metal Two, like. I was playing that game all, all the damn time. I played all of them a lot. Oh, yeah. At the first one. Love playing that Has game. Been, the last Twisted Metal game was Twisted Metal Black, wasn't it? I don't, I don't know. know. I, don't, I don't think I made it that far. I think I made it to like three. Because I think Black came out on the PS3. And I don't think yeah. they've had one since then. Yeah. They didn't come like remaster like the. Like the Tony Hawk thing, like just put all of them on like one. Yeah, definitely. Remaster, that'd be cool. What about the, you seen the Flash trailer? Yes, the second trailer for that. Yeah. Oh my God, like I don't want to support Ezra Miller at all, but this movie looks fucking awesome. Oh. And the only reason why I want to see it is Michael Keaton back as Batman. That's... You want to get crazy? 
You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Oh, man. I, I got like giddy as a schoolgirl when he said that. <laughs> I was like, he said uh, it. He said it. So you were right. You were right about Twisted Metal, but kind of. I the last Twisted Metal game was just called Twisted Metal, and it came out for the PS3. Oh. Okay. I don't remember um, that. Last one I remember was Twisted I, Metal Black. I remember that one, and that one sucked. Um, Twist, Twisted Metal Black wasn't that good either. I remember correctly. So like, I don't remember liking twi- The first Twisted Metal, and this is going to make us all seem very old. Uh, it came out in 95. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, Twisted Metal 2 came out in 96. Um, I don't know what the fuck those are. Twisted Metal 3 came out in 98. 4 came out in 99. Black came out in 2001. Along Damn. with Twisted Metal Small Brawl. Whatever the fuck that is. Well, I think I kind of remember that one. I had Twisted Metal 1 and 2, but I must have bought them like way after they came out. Yeah, I remember Twisted Metal 1 and 2. Because it was like probably like 98 ish when I get my PlayStation. Maybe 97. I I didn't buy the first one, I rented it quite a bit. Then I bought Twisted Metal 2 and Twisted Metal 3. I don't remember four. I got stopped. I might have stopped playing them after three. But yeah, I'm excited for this series. It looks pretty good so far. Freaking uh, Anthony Mackie, like he's going, getting his like shit together in his car, and like, he puts it a CD and then it's fucking starts blasting um Lent's "If You Steal My Sunshine." Okay. It's like what? And he's like sitting in the car, like jamming to it, <laughs> shooting off machine guns. <laughs> oh man, that was pretty cool. Uh, let's see. I don't think I got anything else. I know there's a whole bunch of shit that came out. As far as like, they dropped like a lot of movie trailers. The, uh, I guess it was like CinemaCon this week. Which is like big if you're like in the movie or movie theater industry. So you get to see like a whole bunch of trailers, a whole bunch of movies early. That's a lot of people saw early screenings of Guardians of the Galaxy 3, um, the Flash movie. Saw a bunch of trailers for a bunch of new stuff that they haven't released yet. It looks pretty good. Uh, Netflix had dropped the trailer for season two of Sweet Tooth. Which actually started yesterday. I think it's the 27th. That new season should be on there. So, um, If you haven't watched season one. Sweet Tooth is a really good show. Definitely check it out. Based off of a comic book. Um, so looking forward to starting season two. Oh, I think that's. Yeah. That's pretty much it. For No Holds Bar. Unless you guys got anything else. No. Well, we right. talked about us losing the title. So we're good. <laughs> oh man. I still can't get over that. 
the Montreal fuck job. <laughs> <laughs> it was some fucking all right. <laughs> Whole lot of fuckery. <laughs> awesome. All right. So that's going to do it for us. Garrett, theme of the week, your pick this week. What you got for us? So I have an old Seamus song. I have no idea when it was played, where it was played. I don't give a shit. Take a <laughs> listen. But it's Seamus O'Shaughnessy is what it is called, is the name he went by. And it just says SOS, full Irish curse theme with custom front. All it says. That might have been his um, OVW theme. It might have been. It's pretty fucking hilarious. I think you both should listen to it. And all you fans that love us so dearly are going to listen to it once you get past this long beginning with thunder. <laughs> awesome. All right. So, Seamus's old entrance. It's fucking hilarious. So all you need to imagine is a song for Jameis that's a rap song, but it's about him being <laughs> Oh, we have to listen to this now. This sounds fucking awesome. It is. It's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> All right, on that note, that's going to do it for us this week. We appreciate you guys listening to us as we do each and every week. Uh, make sure you share us with your friends, your barber, your neighbor, your butcher, your bartender, your librarian, um, the old creepy guy that lives down on the corner that always yells at people to get off the lawn. Um, yeah, I'm sure you got at least one friend that likes wrestling. Tell them about us. You know, tell them where they can find us. So, ah. Uh, Thanks again. This has been episode 184 on behalf of myself, Chris Lee Matthews, Garrett G. Money Bond, and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. It's a Russell Gettin podcast, and we will chat with you all next week. Later, Marks. Russell Gettin, these nets across your face. Even more fun.